Welcome to Beyond the Silver Lining Podcast, a sacred space for empowerment, transformation, spirituality, and lots of self-love. I am your host, Wendy Rosenthal, a scientist turned empowerment coach for women and a spiritual guide to help you find a gift in disguise in trauma, challenges, and pain so that you can create a positive mindset and get your power back by connecting back to your body, mind, and spirit. This podcast is a safe space to share our stories and feel like we're not alone anymore. I will be sharing my personal experiences, have interviews with experts and people like you who are also experts in your own unique way in life. Let's transform fear into freedom. Are you ready? Okay, so today it is part two of the episode that we started last week in finding the silver lining in coronavirus. So what is that gift in disguise? And in the last episode, we talked a little bit about some of the gifts, quote unquote, and um, the awareness that this whole situation is bringing to our consciousness right now. I think the number one gift that a lot of people should really Uh, be paying attention to is that this situation the one that we are living in right now with the virus with the pandemic with all the deaths and all the cases reported and how it is increasing day by day it is really bringing consciousness into our lives and when I say that I'm really hopeful actually when I say bringing consciousness because there's still people out there that are not aware of what is going on and I'm not saying in a sense that they don't watch the news or they don't read anything because for one I I try not to fall into that trap but even if for those people who do watch the news or are you know listening to anything out there they're falling into the trap of fear and that is not being in your consciousness when you are in a state of fear when you are in a state of um, desperation or uh, being scared and not trusting because in a way things are uncertain right but at the same time it feels like you're being questioned it feels like you're being tested and when you are in that state of uncertainty, when you are in that state of fear, you're not living a conscious life. Your mind is not being conscious. You are reacting instead of responding, instead of being in your body and in your mind and being conscious of the actions that you take, being conscious in the things that you are, the thoughts that you are processing. So today, what I wanted to share in part two is in no particular order, I'll give you a few tips. And um, and this is, is something that I've been using here and there and I've been collecting to create this program. But in a way, this is what I'll be using in how to deal with anxiety and overwhelm through tough times, whether it is through a trauma or through a breakup or through any kind of situation where it's kind of challenging right and right now I feel like a lot of people need this because as you know everybody is being touched by COVID-19 everybody is going through again and again the fear and and my intention is that we stay together and we stay away from that fear and we're sinking in more into our consciousness and into our own power and knowing and trusting that we can do what it takes 
to create the kind of life that we want, which is waiting for us at the end of everything, okay? So trust, trust, and do your work. So um, again, this is in no particular order is what came to mind, but in a sense, it's, I also, the way I look at it is um, how it, how it's been important for me in, especially these days, how it is important um, going through these practices that I'm going to be sharing with you. So number one, in what is it that you can take away from this situation? What are the things that you can do right now? Or maybe you're already doing. And as you know, everybody is on quarantine. Pretty much the whole world is in quarantine. So one of the things that is very important to realize is that now is the time really, because you do have some time right now, because a lot of us are stuck at home. It is a good time to find yourself. So find the time for yourself. I know that a lot of us um, are at home with our family and, and probably way too many people at home, right? Because we have not just our partners, but maybe the kids are there, the parents or family members that are, are wanting to stay with you. And so... It might be crazy and it might be a little too much or a little overwhelming to have way too many people at home and everybody is getting into each other's way and sometimes it's hard to find your own me time. It is it is hard to find maybe, um, you know, a few minutes to relax or maybe take a bath or take a shower, read a book. But what happens when there are so many people, so many energies, and that's what I'm trying to see um, in this whole situation, not just seeing people as who they are on the outside, but really their energy field. And when there's too many energies, whether it's positive or negative, and um, I will tell you this, I am an empath and I do not do very well when there's too many people in the room and when there's a lot of the air quotes, negative vibes or negative energy. So I feel you, I feel you if you are in that situation that you're kind of going crazy and wanted to, to find your own time. So if even if you feel like there's not such a thing as having your own time at home because there's like 10 people at home right now, still try to find that time for yourself. Even if it is a few minutes, maybe it is five minutes or maybe an hour, try to have that time alone because it is so important that time that you get, it is important to decompress and pretty much not go crazy. Now, with that, what I mean is either spend a few minutes, even if, for me, this is how it's been sometimes, even if it requires for you to wake up before everybody else, maybe that is at six or maybe it is at seven, maybe at five, who knows, right? But even if it is waking up before everybody and finding that quietness if you are like me you know what i'm saying like i don't mind the kitties waking up and like making their own noises but feeling someone's presence sometimes does make a difference around me and it's not like they're being loud but just feeling that energy at the time when i want to have my own time so the thing is that uh, maybe take a few minutes to take a bath. Lock yourself in the bathroom. Maybe go outside. And, um, and I'll talk about this in the next um, tip. But some of us are still able to go outside. But, so maybe take a few minutes also to go outside and be out in nature. And here's one important thing that I want to say this. Because I know people will say, oh, that's kind of self, you know, like selfish. 
and I don't think it is. And if, and if it is, take it as being it being a good thing to be selfish because you're taking care of yourself. Always, always, always put yourself first and think that what you're doing is for your own good because at the end of the day, you'll be better also for other people. And another thing I wanted to add that um, it is not about the people around you. Here's the thing so that you don't feel bad about them. And if you can talk it out and explain it to them, it is not about them. Having five, ten people at home, it is, it is, yeah, it might be crazy, but it's not about them. This is more about you because it is going to show you. And when you are in a better state, when you find that calmness and that quiet time for yourself, it will help you in taking uh, charge of, of the changes in your life. It, it's, it's how it depends. Whatever is going on at home is going to show you how good quote unquote good, you take care of those changes in your routine, which I'm sure it has changed for a lot of people. Okay. So be gentle with that. Don't, don't judge yourself. Don't think that you are mean or something like that because you want to be away because it is very understandable. A lot of people are going through this, so you're not alone. And the second thing that I will suggest that is not, I, I talk about this all the time, so it's not a new thing. And it really, it's like, it's a healer in any size, shape or form. And that is being in nature, connecting to mother nature, because nature is a creator. In nature, being in nature, whether it is in the forest, at the beach, whether it's a river or at the desert, Anywhere when you are out in nature and you see all the trees and water, animals, whatever that is, and being in that quiet space, what you are experiencing is unlimited abundance. Listen to me for maybe this few seconds, okay? Even if it doesn't feel like it because there's a lot of uncertainty, especially with the economy, and we might feel that uh, we don't have enough. Well, when you go out to nature you will see that there is abundance, okay? There is abundance of life. There is abundance of possibilities. You will appreciate nature and the animals and everything else happening how it is supposed to happen. And it makes you, the good thing about this too that I love when I'm out in nature is when you are in the middle of nothing but life and that is what the trees are, what the animals are and everything else you are in the middle of life, it brings a feeling of belonging. It brings a feeling that you are, you belong to a place and you, this is your home. And you finally find that peace and love that a lot of us are looking for, but sometimes we're looking for it in the wrong place. Or we might think that it depends on, um, that we become dependent on people because we think that we can only get it from people, but that is not the case. So, it is also a good place where you can go and get oxygen. So you go out, take your time breathing, close your eyes, maybe take off your shoes and really dig in your toes and plant your feet on earth, on mama earth. This is a practice that happens in a lot of meditation, in a lot of um, ancient wisdom uh, body practices, and that is grounding with earth and that is putting your feet on the ground and feeling the wet soil or whatever, whatever you are, the sand or water and really purging or recycling as how I like to call it, 
all the energy that is going through your body and you are really like passing on any unwanted energy that you don't need anymore, any kind of energy that is in your body and you're passing it on to Mother Earth because what she does, she recycles, recycles everything. So you can, like I said, barefoot outside on the grass, on the sand, on the ground, anywhere. Hopefully not concrete, but if there's no other toys, that's fine. Just imagine and visualize it. And imagine that there is a light going through you. And this is something that I'll share later on, maybe in another episode, a meditation about this. But for now, as you are outside, just imagine there's a light going through it, through you. Close your eyes, expand your wings, aka arms, and feel the freedom. Feel how free you are when you are out in nature and how that light beam going through your body is really like taking anything that you don't need anymore. Your body doesn't need anymore. Maybe a disease, maybe the toxins, maybe being tired all the time, the frustration, the anger, any kind of feelings and emotions. Bring it out from every little corner nicks and cranes from your body and then expel it out through your feet because what's happening is you're really saying i don't need this anymore uh, mother earth please take it away from me and recycle it and bring it back as love and kindness and compassion okay this is just like a short little um, summary of, of what i do but i'll share with the whole thing with you later on so that's that's mother nature and probably as you have seen now because a lot of us have been quarantined for quite some time about two weeks now i think and um probably you've seen it in the media and the social media and whatnot that if you a lot of people have been reporting that since people haven't been leaving their carbon footprint like not driving or flying or being outside nature is speaking out loud now if i'm sure you've seen it that now the rivers and the waters are clean and clear and blue the sky in a lot of places that used to be a lot of uh, polluted and a lot of you know smog and, and whatnot those cities have reported that now they can actually see the blue sky now they can actually see the birds coming out to their to their natural habitat and that's just amazing because mother nature is really speaking out loud and saying look guys this is what happens when you stop when you stop polluting when you stop causing you know like all this um Sorry, I'm just getting distracted because my cat is doing something he's not supposed to do. Um, come down, come down, Corey. Um, and Mother Nature is um, speaking out loud, saying this is what happens when we stop. When we stop and do not contribute to pollution and take care of nature. In a way, we were forced to do it, right? Okay, so number three, the next... Um, practice that I'm sharing with you is breath work and this is also a powerful powerful tool to bring into your life because this brings you back to a state of calmness and control being in control but not in a way that it is um, oppressing or it is something that that is really putting pressure on you like you have to take control of this but it is if you really think about it it happens naturally in your body right like you don't really think about breathing in and breathing out but in a sense <clears throat> if there's anything you can control with your body it's how you breathe and a lot of us have not been doing a good job with it 
and we are living in a fast world so we always you know are rushing and tired and frustrated and angry and whatnot and we don't stop to breathe we don't stop to take in everything that is around us and take in the good in 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 life and breathing is something that is very powerful also because it helps us being present and connected into our body so if you take a few minutes again this only takes a few minutes it doesn't have to take a long time but if you take in a few minutes and close your eyes and just you know you can either meditate or maybe just take a couple minutes and concentrate in your breathing are you breathing shallow are you breathing you know in a way that it doesn't feel good to your body and as you are taking your time with breathing inhaling and exhaling and i'll share a breathing technique i'll put a video um, in the show notes but if you are taking your time with breathing you can actually feel your body more and how it elevates you know your chest and how it decompresses and how your body is moving and you're actually feeling it alive and the beautiful thing about breath work is that it is your birthright it is a powerful tool because it really is your power that power that you use when you came into this world because guys if you really think about it what was the very first thing when you came into this life you took that very first breath and with that very first breath like imagine this like you're going through the birth canal you're about whether it was c-section or not but just imagine that you're coming you're kind of getting ready coming out of your mama's womb and ready to come out and you're coming out whether it was through c-section or the birth canal and you finally are out here in this world and you take that very first breath with that that was your loud the loudest voice even though maybe for a lot of people wouldn't you know it wouldn't be that because it's just a baby but that was your loudest voice and i will actually say it was the voice of your soul saying I am here. I am here. I am. I am. And that is a powerful sentence. I am. And you crying and breathing and screaming, especially because you are breathing, right? That's the, the thing that that's your right. That's your your power, your tool that you have to say, I am here. So when you're breathing, let's be conscious about it. And that's how we are saying we are here. I am in this life. Okay. So again, I'll have a video to show you a couple of techniques, breathwork techniques that are very powerful and really will help us not just being present into our body, but also calming down the nervous system. That is something that is really, really good for us that I hope that we get into the practice because it's something that a lot of us need right now especially now because of this whole thing and being stressed and anxious and whatnot okay the next thing that it kind of goes hand in hand with breath work and also with the following thing that i'll, t- I'll tell you later and it's being in awareness um practicing awareness which i'm sure at this point a lot of us have been doing unconsciously because well that's just what happens when we are at home 
24-7 and we are kind of forced to do certain things that we wouldn't even think about and um, makes us appreciate things. That is awareness. It's, it's being in the practice of noticing the things that maybe you never noticed before. And when we are in that state of awareness, a lot of things happen, not just you becoming aware of yourself and how you react, how you respond, how you are being around people, how you are being with the things around you, how you um, deal with emotions, how you take your time and organize yourself, but also how other people are around you, how they react around you. So it really makes you a little more conscious of who is out there with you. And with that awareness and consciousness, what happens is also we start practicing compassion. And that we will talk about later on too. But if, and you will see at the end of this, that a lot of these things come together. They can, I don't think they can be um, one away from the other. I think a lot of these practices are really linked and it's really what brings everything together. And um, for awareness, for instance, one thing that I will say, which is, again, goes hand in hand with, you know, breath work and being out in nature, you know, like whatever you are, whether you're in your house or you're able to go outside, you know, just take a couple of minutes and really pay attention to what is around you, how you are mixing well, how you are, um, uh, I don't know how to say it, but basically how you blend in, let's say you're outside or maybe in your room, who knows, but how you're blending in, you know, are you feeling comfortable in that space where you are? Do you need to move differently? Do things or people need to move different for you? And, you know, just paying attention in how things are uh, coming into life, you know, and this is something that I've been learning with my cats because they are amazing creatures and they they really are in that awareness um, state all the time and really makes me appreciate more about not just myself and them, but everything else because it really brings that consciousness into your mind. So maybe take a couple of minutes, look what's around you, look at yourself, how you are behaving, how you are being the colors around you, the shapes, the movement of things, how pretty much how life is happening for you. Because that's what it is. There's really being awareness that you are here. You are alive. Being aware. That's what I meant. Okay. The next one, number five, would be, and this, again, this is something that you can do anytime. And I'm sure a lot of us are really having maybe a little it's a little challenging. It's a little challenging because it is a, a point in our lives that no one anticipated. A lot of us, I think, trusted that things will be fine quick because it's always been like that maybe, but all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a minute. No, things are not okay. And who knows how long it's going to take to get back to normal, quote unquote, what we think or perceive as being normal. So there's anxiety and overwhelm out, out there. So, I, as I'm sharing all these things with you, hopefully this is something that resonates with you and you can, you know, bring it more into your life and have that awareness that you're not alone and there's people out there that maybe need, need to hear this too, which by the way, brings me to 
Maybe it will be a good idea that you take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your family, friends, and your social media because I think we need to get these reminders. I don't think, especially now, I think this is a time where we need to repeat some of the things that are bringing us together, that are bringing consciousness, that are bringing knowledge, and and really making people feel like they're not alone. And that was the whole purpose of me coming out to you, speaking to you, having having this podcast coming out and sharing on social media. And so you can do that and you're not doing, actually, you're not doing a favor to me. You're doing a favor to other people and that's a beautiful thing. Okay, so the next thing would be to, um, uh, when you are in the state of awareness, it is processing and feeling all the emotions. And especially now, if you're feeling anger, if you're feeling depressed, if you're anxious or frustrated in a panic attack and or overwhelmed, or, you know, maybe you feel like you want to cry and scream and yell and whatever, or maybe laugh, who knows? Because sometimes it's like, am I in a joke? What is this? Don't block don't block any of those emotions. Feel those emotions. Do not disregard what you feel. You want to really speak it out, laugh it out loud, cry it out loud. Make make sure that you are in a safe place when you are processing and feeling those emotions. Obviously, we are because we're at home. But project it out. Move it out of your body, of your system. Move that energy out of you. You, again, you can scream, you can yell, you can cry. Maybe you can write a letter and write on, in your journal. You, What you want is you want to move that out of your body because that, that, that blocked emotion, if it's there for too long or if you haven't processed it well, it's going to come out in one way or another and probably what's going to happen is going to come out in a way that we don't want it as in a disease, as in a symptom, as in stock trauma that is going to probably follow us for how many how many more years we allow it to to follow us so maybe go out for a walk or exercise you know move you need to move your body that's another thing too you need to move your body and exercise because one not just you're moving in the energy out of your body but you're also helping the toxins you know move out and away from your body too and we talk about this later Maybe write it out, like I said, punch a pillow or swear, cuss, scream, get angry or something. Let it out and give it a voice. Give it a voice. Because again, just like you do have your own voice and that's what makes you present. When you are speaking it out loud and give it a voice, you're making it in a sense present, but but you're actually telling it you this is what I will do. Speaking it out loud, saying, I don't need you. I don't want you. I need you out because all I'm bringing in is good stuff, positive energy, positive attitude. Because you need to visualize it and see it out of your body, out of your mind. And in this process, do not judge yourself because a lot of us will tend to judge, right? Like, am I being loud? Am I having that ugly cry or, or whatever? Nobody's going to watch you. Oh, sorry, it's my cat again. Yeah, when you're quarantined at home with three cats and two of them are babies. Okay, do not judge yourself, okay? Do not judge yourself. Cry it, feel it, and 
with this whole process, what you're doing also, you're owning your own voice. That's what you're doing. You're own, owning your voice. You're not letting that fear speak out for you. You're owning your voice. And that's something important that a lot of us um, should get into the practice of doing. Okay, the next um, thing, so that would be number six. The next thing that I will share with you, and this is no... Um, it's not a mystery, obviously. It's, it's something that a lot of us speak about, and I'm sure you heard about this many, many times. And that is doing a lot of self-care practices, or what I will call them self-care, self-love, or what I call them soul love. Basically, it is what it says, loving up your soul. Because again, we are... Um, trying to bring the two together, the body, the mind, and the spirit, right? And that, in my mind, is really nurturing the soul. Because especially in times of despair, grief, anxiety, and whatnot, it is the soul that is suffering the most. Because if your soul is not happy, it's not feeling like eating healthy foods, it's not feeling like moving or exercising, it's not feeling or it's feeling lonely at the end, it's going to cause effects in your body and your health and everything else. So... Make sure that you make the th or you do the things that bring you joy. You feel the things that bring you joy. You know, get into the habit of doing the things that you love at home. Yes, even if you are at home. Maybe get into painting if it's something that you wanted to do. Or maybe do, you know, um, like I said, the self-care practices that are nurturing you. They are taking care of you. It's basically doing the practices that will support you. These are what support your needs. These are what will really, um, the more you do them, you feel like you become a better person because you are more in tune with your body, your mind, and your spirit. You're coming, uh, becoming a complete person in a sense. And so all these self-care practices that I've shared many, many times before are, for example, salt baths, you know, with salts and essential oils. And here's one thing that I read the other day, and that is using hydrogen peroxide. So you put like a cup of, a, of that into your bath uh, when you're ready to take it and just go in. And what happens, I haven't, I've, I've kind of went through a few articles, like scientific articles about it, but basically what hydrogen peroxide does and studies have shown, this is from like 1977, that was the oldest article that I saw, is that hydrogen peroxide, it inactivates viruses. So, I mean, why not even trying that right now, right? Um, so put like that one cup of hydrogen peroxide into your bath and just sink in for a couple, you know, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. And if anything, I mean, I always do these things and visualize what I want, which is health and wellness into my body and being safe and whatnot. But if you're skeptical, like I used to be before, even if he doesn't do anything, at least you got a good warm bath, okay? So just do it. <laughs> don't question me or don't question anything or yourself. And you can also do some meditation, some journaling, and like I said, some painting. Again, getting into the habit that you're, and thinking that you're really taking care of yourself, okay? Because your soul needs that time for yourself. Your soul needs to be taken care of, feel nurtured, feel that um, you're doing whatever it takes to, to make sure that it's fine, it's doing good, okay? Okay. The next thing, oh, and by the way, if you want to hear more tips about soul love or self-care, you can also follow me on social media, either on Facebook, just look me up under Wendy Rosenthal, 
or in Instagram because I share a lot in there about the things that I do and just like sometimes my my everyday routine or little clips here and there so you can find me on Instagram and where uh well, can't even talk <laughs> at well oh okay let me say that again Wendy for wellness okay there you go <laughs> finding me find me on Instagram at Wendy for wellness and you can find um a few more things there okay the next thing that I wanted to share is practicing more I think this is number seven uh, practicing more compassion and gratitude and the reason why and this is so important and this comes again it comes together with awareness and um, and that is because it will shift your way of thinking it will shift your way of being in 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 putting you into this state of selfless that you are not just I mean you're taking care of people and taking care of yourself but when you when you are being grateful and having compassion you're really being there for other people and um and we do have that you know at the same time like we do we're being grateful of being here we're grateful of the house where we are the food and and all the good things and here's the thing it will really help you to shift into a positive mindset even in these times that are a little difficult for many people out there, it really puts everything into perspective that at the end of the day, we, we still have so many other good things to be grateful for. So, it, and then also gratitude really puts you automatically in a state of abundance and joy. So no matter again and again, how many air quotes, you know, to how many bad things are happening right now, knowing that we are alive, knowing that we have our loved ones with us, knowing that we have our pets and we have food and maybe we can't go out or maybe we can't work yet, but there's always a way and there's always something that we can take away. And that is knowing and understanding and trusting that there is abundance, that we are not alone. So having that gratitude is also very important. And you can have a journal entry, you know, like, about the things that you're grateful for every single day and um, you can't um, and then again compassion comes along with it because it really makes you be a lot compassionate towards other people and including yourself you know that this is not this is not as bad as you know it could have been even if it is (laughs) sometimes it feels like it but let's just keep on thinking positive and this is not as bad you know let's just bring in more of the positive mindset into this Okay, how is everybody doing? All right, so the next thing is actually it's a series of things, but I'll kind of summarize in one thing. I know it's, it kind of becomes a little too much, but you can always go back to this and review this. And again, follow me on social media because about I've, I talk about these things. And the next thing that I find it very helpful in dealing with anxiety and overwhelm, and um, that is moving your body. And I, I kind of said this a little while ago, and it really helps release to so many things, but one of them, it helps releasing toxins from your body. It is, have, it is like having an internal massage for your lymphatic system. Now, you know, like dancing, moving, exercising, running, like jumping jacks or whatever, you know, like, yes, it, it moves your body. 
you know, even weightlifting, it does something to, to your body. So it really helps the oxygen moving through your cells, through your blood. And um, not only does probably, you know, help you with weight, you know, or tonifying your, your muscles or whatnot, but it really is helping removing the toxins of your body. Because if you think about it, your lymphatic, maybe you didn't know, but your lymphatic system, and it's just like the circulatory system, but it doesn't have a pump. So it, it cannot come out on its own. I mean, it does because we are helping it as we're moving and walking and, you know, just being, but when you move, when you sweat it out, you're really helping it a lot. And one thing that we don't realize is that we, we don't acknowledge our body and how much of a great job it's doing. It is so efficient, so perfect that we don't even have to think about it. We don't have to tell it. We don't have to tell our organs like liver, detoxify my body. We don't have to tell our lungs, you know, take in all this air and then, you know, give me oxygen throughout my whole body. We don't have to tell our, you know, intestine to digest food and absorb the nutrients. It's doing it all on its own. And we have to be grateful for that. We have to acknowledge that. We have to take care of it just because of that. Because it doesn't ask anything else. And a lot of us are not aware of it and we just don't treat it well. We don't eat the right foods. We don't sleep well or enough. And we don't help it with the... um, Toxic, toxic overload that sometimes is in our bodies and, and stuck there. So moving, moving, and moving, it helps removing some of those toxins. And also it brings a lot of energy into your body. Like being physically active, it brings in more energy because you're taking in a little bit more oxygen. You're cleaning out the oxygen overload. And um, it really brings, I don't know, it's, a, it's, it's it brings a different energetically, a different vibration into your being and you can dance you can jump you can exercise you can do a trampoline which i've been doing here and there and um and it's like a power i I believe it's a powerful tool that we all need to have so don't do not um especially now that a lot of us are at home so maybe we're not able to go to the gym we're not not able to go outside and run but a lot of us especially i think at this point even though we're in quarantine, we're still able to go outside and be out in nature. So at least we're lucky in that sense. So maybe go out and run or be out and just move. Okay. All right. I think that was like number what, like seven. I can't remember. Okay. The last thing I wanted to share, which is a series of um, practices that I do that it really helps with um, um, anxiety, even though we might not it might not be, um, uh, we might not think of it that way because it's not very obvious. And that is to boost your immune system. And this is very important. And I think this could have been number one. But if I told you this at the beginning, you would have been like, what? Like, I don't understand. But boosting your immune system is so important because it will really help to lower inflammation in your body. And lowering, and as you, if you know, I'm sure you know, but I'll say it again, inflammation, it is causing distress in the body. It is like the number one factor that really gives way to a lot of chronic diseases, to diabetes, cancer, heart disease, and whatnot. And, um, and a lot of us, the majority of the population, it is inflamed. It has high levels of inflammation in any, look, 
I had a test last year and I didn't even know because I consider myself healthy and I still have inflammation in my body. So there's things that I got to do uh, to take care of that. And these are some of the things that you can do too. And I'll share, um, I'll have a link at the end of this where you can go in and then you can have access to some of these tips and also some of these recipes. Because what I'm going to say is one of the things to help your immune system is to eat superfoods, eat those vegetables with high nutrient content, high nutrient content with um, omega fatty acids, which are very important to your nervous system, to the brain, you know, to the nervous system. Very, very important, especially now. Um, Anti-inflammatory foods. Those foods that are really going to help reducing inflammation, and those are turmeric and ginger and green tea. These are just a few of them. So making sure that you get superfoods, anti-inflammatory foods into your diet. And I'll have a few recipes that you can go and check it out. And um, also, as you are doing that, taking those foods, or in general, what we are doing. So there's a couple of things. Bring in more anti-inflammatory foods into your diet. And number two, remove the quote-unquote poisonous foods, the foods that will bring inflammation. Remove the things that your body doesn't need and if anything is going to cause um, crazy shit happening. And those are processed foods, sugar, um, in general meats, but if anything, red meat more than anything. So if you want to eat meats, have some turkey, fish or chicken. Again, this is obviously, is, is a general thing, but if you're fine eating them, that's fine. If anything, get grass fed meats okay or that the foods that you know that are not with antibiotics you know they are not injected with anything they are super clean um and alcohol and there's so many more but i'll i'll be sharing more and more again if you follow me on social media i'll, I'll share a lot more of those and um so we need to bring the inflammation down because again that's what causes a lot of other conditions into the body and including stress and anxiety okay so we need to detoxify our body from that. We need to detoxify the liver. The liver is very important that a lot of us do not stress enough. We do not, um, we do not pay attention to because the liver is the top organ that is really detoxifying your body. It's really doing a lot of work, guys, and yet we don't take care of it. Some of the foods that are very helpful for the liver is dandelion that probably you've seen more in farmers markets. They sell it as the herb, or not herb, but I think it's an herb, but as a plant that you can cook with it. It's just a little bitter, but you can still cook with it. Or you can get it at a health food store as in teas. Um, they sell their roots all like chopped up and you can make tea out of it. Turmeric is also good for the liver. Burdock root, which is also another root. Um, that either you can get dry so you can make tea out of it or you can get it. I found it in Asian stores because they use it a lot in soups. And that also is very helpful for the liver. Another one is milk, milk thistle, which is also found mostly in foods, um, healthful stores. Beets is another one. This is a very powerful food for the liver and cruciferous foods as well. And again, um, if you go to the bottom 
of the show notes, you'll find a link or if anything, go sign up into my newsletter and I have a bunch of recipes in my website as well, or I'll send you some of these recipes directly into your inbox. Another one that is so powerful and it's like, I think it's just something that a lot of us don't understand yet and we need to be paying attention to is medicinal mushrooms. Medicinal mushrooms are so powerful because they support the immune system and their nervous system. There's a bunch of them. I'll be talking more about them. But the one thing that I want you to remember is that there's um, so many things out there that is reported like in other countries about medicinal mushrooms. And I don't think there's enough information here in the U.S. That's why we don't really hear much about them. But the good thing is that now more people are becoming more curious and aware of them. And if you if you see an herbalist, they for sure will know and let you know what they are um, and their properties. But in general, they all support the immune system and the nervous system as well. And again, one last reminder is to avoid processed foods, sugar, meats, or at least have clean meats, okay? Or at least lower their consumption. And I just wanted to repeat that again because I think that we need to hear it more and more and more. Even if you're bothered by it, but this is a reality. We need to take care of our body, okay? Not just our mental state, but also of our body. Because if anything, you don't want to get sick, even more so now, okay? Even more now. So these are some of the things that I wanted to share with you. There's so many more, but again, if we are, if you, uh, basically if we become friends <laughs> on social media, you'll see a lot more of these things and, and more and more and more. But in general, stay calm. Try not to fall into the trap of being in that fear and trust. Trust and most importantly, do your work. Do your part. You know, stay at home and take care of the love, your loved ones. Take care of yourself. And um, trust that things are going to be fine. And and be prepared in a sense as well. You know, don't, don't get alarmed. Because as I always said, The one tool that we have above everything, and this is what we are doing here right now, is really educating ourselves. The more we educate ourselves, the more we learn about us and the situations where we're in, we will be better at taking taking action and taking care of us and, and other people, okay? So that's it for today. Thank you so much for being here. I'll be seeing you guys again soon. And um, yeah, let me know how it goes. And let me also let me know if you have any questions and um, I'll be more than happy to help you. So I'll be seeing you guys again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for staying around in another episode of Beyond the Silver Lining podcast. And guys, don't forget, go to the bottom of the show notes and click on that link so you can have access to some of the things that I talked about, such as the recipes mentioned here, some of the self-care practices. Oh, and one more thing. Let's be friends on social media. I love to get to know you more. I love to hear what you have to say. I want to see how you're doing and we can maybe exchange some self-care practices and see how everything is going. So let's stay tuned. Bye.